When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. You tap in, okay? Okay. Because... Now listen, you have great style. I do. And that's why I don't know what you're about and to do. And you have great taste. I have wonderful and clothes, taste. I do. And now gas me. I'm that nigga. And I trust you. That future song is you talking about me. But mm-hmm. when you are tired, yes. in a rush, no. Aggravated? No. Irritated. Uh-uh. And it's time to get your daughter dressed. I disagree with all of this. You pick the wildest, <laughs> dumbest shit to put her in. It'll be fifty this degrees outside. And you know, I'm not just talking right. about today. All right, so what's up? First of all, let's talk about today. Let's Let's talk about it. One, two, three, four. All right, we got it. One, two, three, let me step into the moon. Am I the one you see when you get into the mood? I tell them pump them keys while I keep up with your shoes. Got a real nice thing in the pattern of the groove. I can feel it flowing through. I see the song so clear when you roll it down your back. It's a matter of fact. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial mm-hmm. Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome all <laughs> new and veteran listeners. Yes. We're glad you tuned in for more of season, season five. five. Yes, this season's theme is well, as you as you heard before, there's no theme. There is no theme, y'all. Yeah, we're getting back into the groove, and we just want to like leave the season open ended and unboxed, much like we did for season one. In this episode, we're going to be discussing being afraid of moving on up. Moving on up. I think you just wanted to sing that song. <laughs> That's the only reason why you said that. Okay. In our first segment, we're going to discuss why we've been afraid, triggers, ways we've self-sabotaged in the past and presently, if we're going to be honest, Mm -hmm. and ways we ground ourselves back in the present. Yeah. Then later, we have a fight or flight, where today I, confronting Mikey about how he dresses Drew. I dress Drew perfectly fine. Finally. Nah, I be having my girl looking. What you doing? Finally, nah, I don't like where this is going. We'll wrap it up with our PDA segment. I'm fighting. Where we will share something we're proud of of each other, maybe. I'm not proud of anything. And or express gratitude. I have no gratitude to give. <laughs> Stop being an ass. We hope you enjoy. Main topic. Scared as fuck. Scared as fuck. All right, so backstory. New things are happening. Mm -hmm. Good things are happening. And it's scary as shit. Yep, it's terrifying. Recently, Mikey got a very fancy new job. It's not that fancy. I'm just corporate now. Mikey, first of all, stop. What we're not going to do is is minimize. Oh, no. I didn't say it's not important. No, you said it's not not that fancy. It is fancy. fancy. It's just super important. What is fancy to you? So we are arguing per our last episode about something. This is true. So fancy to me is like, like it look nice, you know? It do. Mm, I just, <laughs> I'm not talking about the building. No, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about the all actual of it together. It is beautiful. This is true. You're right. It's fancy. 
Mikey got a very fancy new job with all the perks and et cetera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and had a moment of fear after receiving his first paycheck. It was just a small, um, big moment of fear. You only cried a it little. It was full-blown panic mode uh, moment, but it's okay, right? Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. I have also been getting paid like the boss I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big money, um, big money. And then there was a hiccup in one of my payments. Mm-hmm. One of the payments sent to me due to things completely out of my control. Wasn't your fault. Was not my fault. There's literally nothing I can do. Nothing. And it sent me in a spiral. Like wearing shades, in a car, driving back from driving back home from Drew's daycare, sobbing. Mm-hmm. All I was missing was a cigarette. That was the type of spiral I was in. You know you got cigars. You could have smoked one. I didn't have one in the car. Oh, okay. Uh, so we figured we should talk about things. Spread this fear out. <laughs> Spread it out. Because this is how we move. All right. So, Mikey, why have we been afraid for you? Why have you been afraid of, of why has more money caused more problems for you <laughs> in, a, in a sense? We've talked about it on the podcast before. We talk about it regularly. But the thing is, there's been like a lot of loss in the last three years specifically. And honestly, I'm just I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Things have been going wrong for so long that things going right have me very concerned mm. that, that I'll lose all this shit again and maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up. Mm. So like loss, loss has been one of the reasons why I've been afraid. We've it's just been, it's been a very hard, it's, it has, it's, been, it's very, been like four years. It's, I, I know. Um, I, I specify the three only because right at the top of three, we started getting pot, like feeling hopeful again. We got Drew. Mm-hmm after another sad period of time but like like it's just been a lot of a lot of um valleys and peaks and it's starting to feel like this is a big peak there have been a lot of like really big peaks for us individually and jointly in the last couple of weeks alone mm-hmm. and so i'm afraid that the valley gonna hurt mm-hmm. that's deep so yeah. you've been afraid of the pain yep potentially mm-hmm. of experiencing what you have been experiencing Man, it all what oh those dead you're like that's, oh oh okay oh did, did you not know that's yeah yeah I'm no I, I absolutely knew do you not like my singing yeah mike i love your voice it's just that the face that you made when you makes sing it for real mm-hmm. it's beautiful oh okay all right so what <laughs> i've been afraid of um what? i've been very distrusting of myself i've been afraid of mm-hmm. myself because similar to what you're saying not only has like life been lifing over the past four years, as y'all have heard through the podcast, there are also ways that I have been the cause of my own destruction. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm doing the work. I'm holding myself accountable. Yeah. You know, I'm doing all the things you're supposed to do when you're healthy. <laughs> and then obviously things, you start reaping rewards and benefits of showing up, you know, being true and mm-hmm. all those things. And then I, I, I also get very afraid because it's like, oh, girl, last time we had something like this, when it, you know, like it didn't last. Yeah, it was, it was or, short lived. Or, or you ruined it or you spent it all or you didn't save nothing or you borrowed something or you did say something and then somebody wanted their money back. And, you know, like, you know, the things that you said you would do, you know, mm-hmm. or just fear, just fear of being the reason I being the reason that I. Uh, that we don't continue to elevate mm. and evolve like a big fear of like this is on you not in terms of like just financially but because of how much you've had to carry us um over the last few years especially after the first baby and i lost my job and then we got pregnant with drew 
very quickly and, and um we had to move like all the stuff so just distrusting on myself and being afraid of fucking up believing yeah. the false stories but yeah that that is why i've been afraid yeah uh-huh. yeah all right can i hug you no because you got you can yes we can touch hands because we got to do the whole headphones thing to the yeah and it comes right down and okay <laughs> all right so what are our triggers so what triggers this fear this is trust of ourselves this fear of loss this fear of failure this fear of valleys specifically what triggered me and what caused that entire conversation i think you had we had just shared some more good news right before that happened no something good had just happened what are you talking about last night yeah when i was when i was panicking or before i came to you you were putting things in your amazon card yes <laughs> you i was putting things something. in the amazon card <laughs> i'm tripping i'm tripping about these headphones yeah I, I was i was trying to buy some headphones but then i realized while doing this i kept going back and forth to like my account back and forth to the amazon card my account bills that have already been paid my credit cards back to my account like i'm i'm doing a lot of back and forth and the math basically says you can buy this stuff and you won't die and I think I panicked. Yeah. And so from there, I realized that good news has been a trigger. Mm. I can handle. I can handle more bad right now, actually. And I'd be good. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'll take that. Another hit, okay? It's not even like, it's like when you, when you stand in the ocean and the waves keep coming. Mm-hmm. After a while, you plant your feet wide enough. You can start, like, going with it. You start, like, rocking with it. You accept. You jump the, diagonally. Yes, you, you, you turn. You mm-hmm. do what you need to do. But at this point, the waves are not slapping you. Mm-hmm. Like, you get it. They could take you, maybe. Like, you, you can swim in it, you can handle it. But the tide done stopped. Mm-hmm. And now I just get clear blue skies. And I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm concerned. No, I, this is not. This is not. It's what you this, wanted. I, and this, it's what you wanted, one. It's what you put all this work in for to get. Two, you being you. And you have, and, and I have earned it. Mm-hmm. I've earned it. And, I'm, and like, rightfully so. Like, I should be in the space now where this is okay. Why isn't this okay? Why isn't this okay? I'm not. I f- I'm like, yo, like, nah, let, let's just go ahead and don't touch nothing. Save it for another rainy day. Another rainy day will come. Just just save everything. Don't do nothing. <laughs> don't do no touch nothing. Everybody's come inside. Don't touch nothing. It's just like, you know, like I got in a moment where I'm like, I just feel like this. it's safer to just freeze because I have no idea what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And then while talking to you and again, trying to convince myself, it's like, well, no, everything's fine. Every, everything's OK. It's what's happening right now. And that just looks really weird to you. Your nervous system is used to being shot to hell, yeah. especially about money. And it feels familiar. Even though it sucks, it feels familiar. Just, there's just so much that I had to do to like, like, no, like you have to be very, I have to be very strict with myself in a lot of different ways to like. You had to shrink yourself. You had to shrink your desires, your needs, yeah, your to wants. Do. Drew got daycare. Them prices ain't going down. At all. We got to eat. Got to. Cause Group you love hurting himself. Oh my God. Them dog insurances. I'm so happy he got insurance. Man, just, I'm just, it's like, I just don't even understand. Uh, the state really, really do want car insurance on your car. And if you, <laughs> and you can't just let it lapse. <laughs> I can't ride dirty no more because I got a family, which is bullshit. Not my family. Y'all are great. I know. With the stuff that come with y'all, like having to be responsible <laughs> is bullshit. Like I was just like, uh, I got to pay my car note because they want their money because I signed a contract or some bullshit. Like, you know, it's, it's all, it's you, all bullshit. You kept your, your, your word. You, <laughs> It's all bullshit. But it's bullshit I got to do. So like, I don't know, to have stayed down for so long, just head down doing the work so that when the time came, I don't have to be in that space anymore where I have to have my head down. It's weird. And I look up and like, I'm seeing new colors. I'm scared. 
I'm just, I'm just there's no other fair. way of like putting it. Like so now good news is like setting me off. Like how good how long is this gonna be good? Or why am I getting this good news? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that's all. It's just um it's very it's very unfamiliar. That's a very long time to go with as much news. I don't know. It's just it's just, it was you've been overwhelmed with lots of goodness. <laughs> back like, to back even when you when you come home and you tell me i'm like dude this is a lot it is a lot and we're not even talking about like just one thing right like my first week at work was great yeah which scared me yeah it scared me i know i i have the i have the, a history of getting into organizations positions and i look around and i start seeing everything that's wrong and not only do i want to fix stuff but i'm competent and i have great ideas that can fix things so like my default is like oh let's do this let's do this my job is to literally fix some stuff but ain't nobody putting no pressure on me to fix stuff right now mm-hmm. and like you have years here sir like everybody everybody that i met oh 25 years i've been here 30 years we got, we got time you, like everybody is just like it's okay and i'm, I'm struggling because mm-hmm. i've heard that before yeah. and they lied yeah, they did. But y'all have a proven track record of showing that y'all are telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. Yeah. Because it's new. Very. It does not feel familiar. At all. Yeah. And so good news. Good you news are trained to deal with. Bad. Mm-hmm. All the bad. Also, all my previous work <laughs> has been me dealing with bad. Yeah. And handling other people's triggers. And making sure other people come into like an inviting, safe space. It's just weird. Yeah. I feel like it just feels like a movie. And I'm going to realize or find out that everybody's a vampire later. Like Midnight Mass? Yeah. It's not communion. It's blood. Yeah. It's not a... <laughs> it or truly more, is the blood. Actually, uh. it's, it's more so Attack on Titan. <laughs> the fear is that this is a... T- I thought that I knew what the problem was. But no. The problem is actually people. Yeah. These people I wasn't even considering. Like Walking Dead. The zombies wasn't the issue. Ever. It was the people. Give me the zombies. I don't mind zombies. We'll take, they'll take all the zombies all day. I don't want to deal with these the governor, groups. Governor, you got Negan. Negan. Yeah, just, <laughs> that damn bat. You know, you know what? Actually, <laughs> them little growling, slow walking things. Them, them, them cannibals at Terminix. Yeah, see, anyway. Huh? It sounds like they eat people. Yeah. The name? Come here. Ter- Terminix? <laughs> like, they didn't even try. We don't live far from there either, by they the way. They don't even try. They don't. But that's it. That's just, it's... I'm getting set off. And because it's happening so much, I'm really getting set off. Yeah. But it's 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 been nice, though. It's a mixed bag. Obviously, for anybody listening to this, I'm not only panicking. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But there's also... I'm getting triggered by enjoying it. Like, you don't get to be happy. Like, chill. Wait, you well, like, slow, like, slow down. Because you, you you've done this before. You can't you got, be happy and be vigilant. Yeah. You can't. You're not being careful enough because you're smiling too much. Calm, calm it down. You're showing too many teeth. Just the top row. I've literally done this in a, in a conversation. I'm like, Paul, that's scary. It is. But like, what you want me to do? Tell your ego. It's okay. We're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. I know. Look, you were just quiet. Because wait till I get my triggers. Okay? Well, what is yours? Well, I, you only had one. Um, we were only supposed to say one. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I made one technically. <laughs> you said errs with an S. <laughs> triggers. What are your triggers? My triggers mm-hmm. is are negative balances. Been there. In accounts. Money being taken away. In what way? Like what recently happened to me. Oh, okay. My my accounts being put on hold for mm-hmm. all these crazy ass reasons. Yeah, leave that bank. Chasing money, mm-hmm. asking for money yeah. from you, being like, "Hey, why is that a trigger?" It's a trigger. I hate it. I'm your husband. I know. I think there's something that we need to explore there. It has nothing to do with you, like technically in theory, but but okay. everything. Okay, but it literally does. Let's let's break this down. Okay. I grew up mm-hmm. watching some women in my family completely like stop dreams, stop making money and things in their relationships due to their 
their spouses, their husbands, essentially, because they were always met with violence when they would try to be independent and do their own thing. That is not you. But I always told myself I would never be in a position where I would have to ask a man if I could do so and so I was married Mm -hmm. to or I would always have it. That's what I that's what I told myself. That is that was like because I couldn't stand watching how that how that made me feel, how that made them feel. Yes. Um, So I'm raising my hand and I made a face, but it's not because of what you said. So you are aware that I was raised by a single mother. right? Yes. You know that I was raised to do the exact same thing. Yes. Like the exact same with the exact same energy and the reason behind it. And on top of that, I'm always around mom and your sisters. And in the past, I felt like I could really be in community with them as a woman because I also had my shit together. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing things. And now it's like, I'm not. But even if it's not together, if you are actively trying to get your shit, that is still something that is recognized. Especially in my my culture. Like, like, no, like, good. So then there's some action steps that you are, like, taking. And it's just, it has been very hard for me to accept how um, long (laughs) recuperating. It's taken. Has taken. Um, That's fair. You know, like, that's why I pinned my check on the wall. (laughs) Because it's been a minute, you know. Mm -hmm. At least in terms, like, consistently. And so, yeah. And so, and visibility, I found. Um, visibility slash good things as well because mm. the more I get seen for some I know I have to show up I have to shine I have to be myself to get the things I want yeah that scares the crap out of me because I associate being seen and showing up as oh you know get over yourself you just mad it brings me back to all those times as a kid when I would do something well and get something that was a really big deal and everybody act like it wasn't nothing and the fact that I was acting like it was a big deal was like you doing too much or you think too highly of yourself or, you mm. know, just, you know, some type of way to like dumb me down or shrink my light. I think we're now getting into a season where popping and shit is celebrated. It more has so to than be like, cause nobody else is going to yeah. do it. Like you'll do it for me all the time, but it's not going to, it's but not going to still be a thing that people did. But just as you said, they were like talked about like, Oh, like you being braggadocious or you're being like with women. What was the word? What was the word? There's a word for no women. Idea. That's like always talking about the things, the good things that like come like, and you would want them to stop because they're they're, they're bragging. There's there, there was a word for it, like like oh um the, the it would commonly remember. commonly be met with like you need to humble yourself yes. or like girl chill like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I, I can't remember the word. Like but. I still remember when I got the gate scholarship. I had put on like a few weeks or so later. I put on Facebook back when I was on Facebook. Um, sponsored by bill gates or something yeah. like that and everybody my mom thought it was clever my friends thought it was clever but i had oh, one one friend in particular that was like hey so that you're not looking very humble there are lots of people who don't get that scholarship then that's and, them, nigga. and they do? also had gotten gates and so i really felt doubly like shamed and chastised because this is also somebody who's gotten a scholarship and wait mouth their name oh i know and now look in hindsight i know but what i'm saying is those are things that still trigger me that i'm you know realizing it's very tender and but you remember right after you announced that what i did your actual friends what did you you share it i went on a full-blown my girl got bill gates paying her campaign i can't remember dude this is 2010 doesn't matter when you do something good it's supposed to be celebrated actually it's supposed to be amplified by your people the last thing i'm gonna tell you is all right like chill like don't 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 tell people unless it's the lottery (laughs) <laughs> By the time we start amplifying that, y'all got to know that we got security in place in this set. Somebody already won the one point nine billion. The fact they're that he quiet was out there, about I saw, it. No, they were. They took a picture. Oh no! I need to go. Oh look. man! Ooh! I'm like, you ain't wear no mask. They didn't think about that. 
See, but we have we have lottery plans. We've. I would be on there with that emoji mask, like that girl. I'm not accepting. What had, this. What uh, about? We're not going to be anywhere. Oh, you because you could pay to not. No, by then we will have somebody else from the foundation going to collect <laughs> <laughs> that check. Before. But yes, those are my triggers. That's fair. It is. However, I'm your husband. I know. And I'm like your friend, friend. I know. And that's another thing. Who look? This is getting deep. Because remember, I told you I was journaling, and I realized that. It is my, it has been my default to chase relationships. I'm usually chasing the person that I want nothing to do with me, Mm -hmm. chasing the friend that is not consistent, chasing the parent, you know, (laughs) chasing (laughs) the things. chasing 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 because if because i'm like no i'm gonna prove myself and when i finally prove myself this is all gonna be worth it and you're gonna realize the error Mm -hmm. of your ways and doubting me and i realize my high expectations and of myself and this perfectionism slash what it really is just shame and insecurity is just me chasing love and when i and and so it's that's why it's hard for me to i have to literally it does not come naturally to me for me to receive because I don't have to chase. Does that yeah, make sense? It does. So that's why over the years you've been met with such like resistance, essentially. Because I'm like, well, no, I have to prove to you and I need to chase you for this. I think and that as it wasn't until to, recent days that you've started to make, not recent days, but like you, I think you get a clear picture of it with Drew. Mm-hmm. And I pointed out, I was like, look, the way I love you is the same. Like me and Drew look at you a certain way. You have absolutely nothing to prove to this child. She love you already. That's preset. There are things that you can fuck up. Yes. It depending on like how you choose to move. But at this point, you're mommy. You're up here. Mm-hmm. And knowing Drew, <laughs> you got to do a lot of shit. Yeah. You would have to do so much to be moved an inch below right like up here. Mm-hmm. Like you just would. That's how I see you by default. So there's not you have nothing to prove. Yes. You're, you're, you're cemented. If you want to do something that's great. Still like I'm still gonna, like you still we still come with that energy. Me and your daughter. Like it just is what it is. But I know. It, no, you're you're good we're all just children children who have to reparent ourselves (laughs) we're all just kids all right thanks babe you're welcome all right so speaking of triggers Mm -hmm. what are the ways that we have self-sabotage in your case how have you self-sabotaged your success how have you self-sabotaged when you've been triggered easy i'm west indian oh god you already know what it is unreal expectations unfair expectations let's put that out there this is, that is one of the number one ways that we self-sabotage we put a whole bunch of pressure on ourselves to perform if we do it good you should have done that anyway mm-hmm. if you fall short you're a failure even though you should have never set yourself up to go and go that far shame on you and if you exceed expectations you didn't set it high enough <laughs> which leads to the other way that we self-sabotage which is just moving the goalpost because mm-hmm. i've been doing a lot of succeeding mm-hmm so naturally but you keep running the ball it's like a nigga stop yeah can you sit down just yeah well no i gotta do the next thing now like, I gotta we're, do the next we're thing still now. clapping for okay well in the middle of applause you start doing something else like just no just let it simmer i can't I, I by default it's very difficult to do i get it moving the goalposts is the is the, <laughs> the number one way to just kind of like ruin myself it's hard to to it's not hard it's just celebrating victories just as you've mentioned before when when you're used to like just you know let me let me fall back like it's great that i did it but just one time is enough mm-hmm. it's good um but nah nah <laughs> that's not i want to celebrate everywhere i can now because all wins are important yes they are especially after all the l's that i have not taken like this w is is these w's are big and on top of that life is gone droop again whenever it do because that's mm-hmm. what life does and and when it wanna... does that it's not because things went well 
And it's and not I because celebrated. you fucked up. Yeah. It if, just happens. It's just, that's just what Whatever. the fuck shit happens. And it's, that's fucked up. I can't control it. And so similar to where you know if we how how horrible we would have felt if we never talked about noble while he was pregnant and, if we uh, never took pictures if we yeah. never shared stuff because we were afraid that we were gonna lose him and then we lost him and then we look up and nobody no understands the him. impact that this boy has had on us no one understands what all we were trying to do to keep him here no one understands like how big he is in our lives yeah. anyway yeah so like no no you, you're supposed to actually draw attention to things that matter to you when they matter to you, you just should. And I feel bad about it. The moving the goalpost thing I'm going to work on, I've gotten better at it because I'm practicing on Drew. Mm. Like, I, sh- I don't need to add one more thing to make it a special thing. You did this thing, good. Mm-hmm. You should be very, very happy with that. And I'm also taking a lot of me out of it when she starts asking or showing me stuff. So I'm, I'm doing the, you know, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Are you proud of that? Are you happy with what, like, you did? It's so funny because when, when she showed me something, she said, how do you feel about that? But she was talking to herself. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, yes. I was like, are you teasing us? Like, I can't, I, can't, I don't She's know if I'm explaining it right, but she was like, <laughs> she was like, how do you feel about that, Drew? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, do you like it? I think all your art is fire. And I'm, I'm going to hang, I'm going to continue to like, I try to, I try to say words like, oh, you're such an architect. Oh, you're so creative. Because I want to, you know, just mm-hmm. like, she doesn't have to be an architect, but I want her to know that there's something, there's a word for what you're doing, you know? I'm, you're I'm so... doing the you're piquing my curiosity thing. Mm. Like, how did you get to that? What made you do that? Mm-hmm. What was the decision behind this? The ones I ask questions about, she's left on my bookshelf. She's like, you must be really <laughs> interested. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> she's left me the, her Legos. Lego towers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. We talk about the baby all day. All right. But, so that's, that's so that's me. Okay. Unfair expectations. And moving the goalpost. <laughs> and then following that up with a good old goalpost adjustment. Well, my self-saboteurs are very clever. Okay. As my cards say. And the way that I self-sabotage is I isolate myself. Mm-hmm. I hide. Same thing. Uh, I refuse to rest. Mm-hmm. I know I gotta go, 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 go. I can't even do that no more since Noble. I can't even. My body's like, girl, we already been through this. I cannot even work past. I can't. I've gotten to say sit down less, which has been nice. Mm-hmm. You have. I haven't noticed that. You have no choice. Until you, but like I literally can't keep no it choice. up. I can't keep it up. Uh, refusing to ask for help, ignoring my feelings, not advocating for myself in an effort to make the discomfort go away. So mm-hmm. I'm real quick to be like, you know what, whatever. I don't want it just so I can stop this. It's like, no, no, I I deserve this. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, all that. So that that is how I self-sabotage. And um, it sucks having to realize that, like, oh, you're self-sabotaging. Because I think for me, I always consider self-sabotage in the past as like something like you have to change. Your pers- I've had to change my perspective about what self-sabotage is because self-sabotage isn't always going into work and raising hell so you can get fired. Yeah, like it's, it not, it's never intentional. It's not always intentional. And it's not always like death by suicide by car. You know, cop. like okay. it's it's I am really scared right now and I haven't said a word to anybody so that somebody can help me not be afraid anymore mm-hmm. or to at least hear me out so that when I speak it, like you said the other day. It's not as scary. Yeah. It's not as big as it is in my head. Like that's self-sabotage. It's not like it's me self-sabotaging. It's not me choosing to like rest instead of editing for 10 hours straight, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm good for. It's actually laying that self-sabotage, refusing to rest to edit yeah. is self-sabotage. And so I had to like change my perspective. Like, wait, how are you abandoning yourself? <laughs> like, how are you? How are you sabotaging your success? And these are these are the ways. No, those are fair. The um, the isolating thing is obviously another one for me as well. I feel that. Um, I also see you actively fighting that, 
which I think is nice. You put yourself in a whole bunch of like groups. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in groups that have something to do with every area of interest in your life. I don't know if you've noticed that. You got a book group. You got a professional group. You got a spiritual group. You got a mom group. Mm-hmm. You got a technically you got a workout group. It's YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so like, I'll be able to. Like you have you have you've been doing more of the I'm in a space with other people until I want to not be instead mm-hmm. of I'm not in a space with other people and I have no intention on doing anything to put yeah, myself there. I didn't there. realize how antisocial we oh, had yeah. become over the Super. years and, and until this summer when we we went to the swimming pool that we've been living with. like we yeah, yeah, never yeah. went to the pool. Yeah, we had access to a private pool. We were so years. depressed. Yeah, no. Man. Until I, you know and I, I spoke to Q I don't know if Q, Q gonna hear this you know I, I love him so much Um, he he was just like he was so proud of me when he like heard some of the things that were going on and we were talking and I was so proud. I was just like, man, I miss my niggas. Like mm-hmm. I just miss like talking to people and then, you know, spot getting married. Like, yeah. I'm like, just man, look, it's look, nice reconnecting with the people that I have always loved and like been close to is, is such a, a big thing. But I also recognize that I was doing, I was self-sabotaging obviously by isolating myself on purpose because one, I didn't want to put, my feelings that I'm going through on other people and then like seeing what that was doing to them and then making me feel worse. Um, and two, I just didn't feel like sharing. Yeah. I don't think I was in a space where I could even formulate thoughts properly. Vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be no more vulnerable. I don't need no more. Mm. Nothing else needs to be exposed. I am raw. I am, mm-hmm. I am raw and I'm, I'm good. And I have no, no clue how I'm going to respond to you, to you, to you. I don't know what, like just, yeah. So I felt like it was just safer to do that. And I don't regret it. But I'm glad that we're not there no more. Me too. Even the podcast. Even the podcast. You know? Yeah, because that we needed that. We need to do this for all the. We need to do this <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of our uh, our throat chakras unity. and our relationship and our need to be of service and in service. Mm-hmm. But also, like you know, you know, yeah. it feeds us. All right. So finally, ways that we ground ourselves. So meaning ways that we pivot from self sabotage. Um, tend to the triggers and the wounds and things what are some of the ways you ground yourself well with me it's talking mm-hmm. um anyone who knows me knows i talk mm-hmm. but everybody don't, like, you got a podcast yeah but that's it the podcast is another is another outlet yeah but for the most part i'm usually silent or like quiet or like reserved and that's not okay nor mm-hmm. is that actually who i am um i am outgoing i am extroverted i am Charming. charismatic i am all those words yes you are um and funny and so, when you're not trying. Thank you. <laughs> so talking is just one of those things that has has helped me just to just to I don't know how to put this. It's it's just helped me, like remind me that like I'm I'm alive. I am alive. I am alive. I only felt like I was dying because I was. I miss my son. But like I am alive. And yeah. there's still like life worth living and I should use everything that I have left, including my voice, while I'm here. So talking is one. Um I started praying again. Which has been really weird, slightly uncomfortable, because I've been cussing God out for a, a year, a solid. Actually, nah, I was cussing him out for a couple months. Then it was just silence. So it's been it's been a very strong disconnect, mm-hmm. and I feel like I left it on in a bad place. Then I feel like I came back like an ungrateful child when I started asking for something again. Mm-hmm. Now it was for Drew and you, but I felt like I was well within my rights to ask for that mm-hmm. and my son, like. I ain't asking about nothing for me, but like I'm, I'm gonna talk to you real quick just because you know, like my family still like need you. So I know I'm not fucking with you, but like still keep fucking with them. It's a, it's a weird mm-hmm. prayer, but like 
Whenever I think about how my prayers come off, I think about DMX. I feel like he'd understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, DMX's prayers on his albums is how, how I used to pray mm-hmm. when I was young. Like, that's how I, like, felt. So, prayer. I'm getting back to it. It's been interesting. I feel like whatever I'm saying is actually being heard and felt, which is also a little new. Like, well, I think it's because you're also saying it with sincerity. Probably. Not, and also because you've been real. Like, I think that God can take it. And God is like, you know, at least we can be honest with each other. You know, you've also apologized. You've also you just, you've just been sincere in a different way. Not desperate. That's different. Not saying that God don't, you know, can't answer a desperate prayer because mm-hmm. Lord, you know, my goodness, obviously God can. But I mean, you've also just been at least that's from my my objectively to looking on the outside in. Thank you. You're welcome. Talking, praying and uh, teaching Drew. Mm. teaching drew has been helping me stay grounded so if i can it's like if i can do this with a three-year-old maybe i could do this myself <laughs> like taking do just basic stuff like um just teaching her anything is, is just fun teaching her anything new everything is a teaching opportunity and she like soaks it up and she loves it mm-hmm. and she takes it in and she like starts trying stuff on i love it i love it it's the it's the cutest sh- like it, it's yeah it's, it's adorable She's it's so adorable cute. um and so when those things happen, it just reminds me of like what the human experience is about, like doing stuff together with people and trying stuff on and talking and like all these things. Um, and the last thing is just continuing to like build on myself, um, but not from the perspective that I used to before where I felt like, oh, I'm a mess that constantly needs like repair, like like the house in, uh, in Kanto. Mm-hmm. Where they like constantly putting putty in the cracks and stuff. Like I don't think that this is like a, like a constant work like that. It's more so like, all right, I have something solid. I need to build on it to like continue building up my skills in a certain area for a reason. It's very purposeful. Like the classes that I'm about to start taking mm-hmm. and for a reason, they're purposeful. Um, I don't think that it's because I am severely lacking in some area and I need to do it or something like that. But like, it just makes sense like mm-hmm. to do this for myself. Um, and that's new. It is. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yes. We're dog sitting still. We have a little dog who thinks he can fight. <laughs> and Groot, of course, the pacifist and yeah so (laughs) all right so what about you uh how i ground and what ways are you grounding yourself praying also let me tell you let me tell you Mm -hmm. now praying is still awkward for me out loud i did a lot of like writing prayers and things but my throat chakra is i manifest through my voice i know this and so i know i have to speak um to make things shape and i don't even got to say a lot i just i just have to speak Mm. and conditioning myself to just pray just pray just be and i'll say like i'm really afraid or i'm you know it's just been helping me to just pray and be in community with god and my ancestors because i really need help but sometimes i don't know what type of help i need but i know i need help and i don't want to keep self-sabotaging and i'm tired of i'm tired of things being stalled because of me you know so like show me how i'm in my own way so that i can stop doing this shit because i'm tired like i'm tired you know so praying has definitely been helping sleeping I used to be so uh, big on myself. Right? You, we all know I was sleep, but especially after Noble, I would feel so bad about taking naps while you were working um, because I was not. And I was able to grieve and do all the things while you had to like put a face on between certain hours. And I would just feel lots of shame, but nope, it grounds me. Uh, sleeping, eating, be like, are you hungry? Sitting on the mm-hmm. ground, not sitting in a chair, sitting on the ground changes so much it feels like i finally caught up to my body and then i feel the need to cry and i'm like girl what is it then i realize oh you've been you've been so busy today you haven't realized 
X, Y, and Z. Uh, physical activity, disclosing to my friends and you about what's going on. So like, hey, for instance, um, I had someone recently ghost me uh yeah in my business um they ghosted me and i was like you know i had been in my head stewing then i finally asked you mike can you help me see this in a different way could i have done something more and yeah, i shut that shit down yes you did but like if i hadn't it wasn't what i expected you to say and you made me remember something that i completely forgot about and it was really helpful but i would not have received it to get back in the present if I had not said it out loud. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful to me. And then right after that. I know. More opportunities. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I know. I'm going to get myself together. You are together. Yes. Yes. That part. <laughs> and lastly, talking to Little Rand. I literally would sit and talk to. I have baby pictures of myself on my phone. Um, as like my. As widgets on my phone. Uh, just to remind myself. This is what you're doing this for. Mm-hmm. I'm the parent now. She is my responsibility. I have to. You know be good to her and show up for her and i have to reassure her because when i'm tripping it's usually my little you know little me i have to tell her girl we are okay you know it's okay let's just go to sleep let's eat something you know and that's been really really helping me um talking to her and hugging on her and sitting with her and i really do i see her in my head and and it's good it's good for me it helps me a lot good yeah i like that for you thank you thanks babe all right y'all engagement yeah fear sucks it really does are you actively doing anything right now that's scaring the absolute shit out of you how are you moving so that you are addressing that fear and pushing through let us know shoot us an email at blackmillmare at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 again please leave a voicemail yeah because you know google is always starting to like delete the number yeah it's like we other people need numbers and they don't <laughs> this is ours and you know that new gen, uh, the new Atlanta area code. What is it? Four seven? Something no, stupid. It's no, something I, different. Nine I ain't three even eight nine. It. Whatever it is, that ain't it. Eight nine two. Uh, I don't know. It ain't four zero four seven seven zero or six seven eight. I do not recognize it as a real number. <laughs> <laughs> or hit us up on social media and let us know what's going on and how are you handling your moments of fear and those triggers, y'all. Yes. And those triggers. Fight or flight. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. All right, sir. What's beef? Oh, we gotta switch the Fight or Flight song to What's Beef. Ebony, if you're listening to this, Mikey. Ebony Janae, I need you to do it over the Biggie What's Beef song. And just sing the same thing. Mikey, leave her alone. And you tap in, okay? Okay. Because, now listen, you have great style. I do. And that's why I don't know what you're about and to you do. And you have great taste. I have wonderful clothes, taste. I do. And. Now gas me. I'm that nigga. And I trust you. That future song, you talking about me. But, mm-hmm. when you are tired. Yes. In a rush. No. Aggravated. No. Irritated. Uh-uh. And it's time to get your daughter dressed. I disagree with all of this. You pick the wildest, <laughs> dumbest shit to put her in. It'll be 50 this degrees outside. And time. you know, I'm not just talking right. about today. Right, so what's up? 
First of all, let's talk about the day. Let's Did talk you, about it. Let's talk about it. Today. Mikey. Okay. So, so Mikey's mom took Drew to the high museum today. Before we get started, I want you to start off with what your original question was that made me go look at these outfits. And then I'm going to bring that back to my your original, original question. My original question was, get her question? some clothes. No, no, no. What, before that. What was my question? Your mom is... Taking Drew to the high museum. And you know how your mama... Is about her clothes. And so would you... Get her dress. For my mama. Yes. Continue. Because I trust you. Yes. And I found that I was quite wrong to do that <laughs> because you were either in a rush. Uh, oh, that's what you Irritated. Nope. Something. No, she got these pants that are floral, glittery. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. Yes. Do you know who she got them from? Mom, I know. Yes. They're white under all they of that. They're white. They got little flowers. Red. It's just it's yeah. very, it's very colorful. Busy. Yeah. And then. Mm hmm. To pair that with her mm-hmm. pants, yes. Mikey brings out a stripe. It was a striped shirt. Brown and white. It was like tan and white. Huh. It was some natural and colors. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because of Drew, I know she could pull it off. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much pressure. That's too much pressure. Nah, that ass. That's too much pressure. <laughs> now, to be fair, I was Drew's, like, nah, nobody else could do this. Drew's but I was like, wacky, if Drew put this day, on, it was like, no, this is Drew. I was like, if Drew but put this no, on, she could pull it off. No. And if we put the right colors no. of berets in her locks, no. Like my daughter. Would be, <laughs> I said, put. What are you? What are you? I ain't doing? even factor in the shoes. Well, it's a little brown. Then I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and this is just recently but in the past it could be real cold outside and all of a sudden drew just got it ain't that cold like just because you're in a rush and you want to walk outside in a, in a beater cold. your daughter drew we can't, has on a long sleeve we can't shirt show under her up jacket. to this daycare mm-hmm. like this okay she's cold mm-hmm. but she's not you she's cold, cold. And you projecting on this polo and baby. just because you in a rush and air and you gotta walk to the car without a jacket i am not she like, it don't make no sense. And it only happens when you're not in the mood. Don't make her suffer. What are you talking about? Don't make her suffer <laughs> for that. I don't know what you mean when, I, when I'm when i not in the mood. I think you're, you're, you're throwing a whole bunch of assumptions not, in one pot, and then you just going with your assumption uh, rather than what's actually happening. What I'm saying, what is actually happening is you're either in a rush, tired. When you're in a rush and you're trying to get her to school, but you got to sign in before you move to your new job, you do some crazy shit when it's time to leave. I don't. Actually, that's when that she'd be the most basic. I just find whatever colors already work or was Paul, outfit already and then put that on my fight is uh-huh. legit and i, I have pulled a recent example today that was unique no it <laughs> because was none of the not. factors that you were expressing were true we Mikey. wasn't in a rush i wasn't tired and i was trying to help you were trying right, to watch hunger games made, and you paused i was, not in, a, I was yes. not in a rush that's that had nothing to do with you anything were, you i were, was really i took my time looking through the thing like here's what's funny wait, though it was deliberate yes no that's what was funny about it because i'm like actually and what, what made me laugh was because the same thing that you did is how, is how my mom would have reacted she would have thought i got her dress exactly. and i'm like that's not there are so many times where my mom when i was a kid or even you've seen her do it with therese and therese would be like but there is a little bit of blue and the thing there's a little or bit of mom wants her to dress nicer yes. and she just wants and to and, wear and, a crop top Niggas thought Mom it was the like, one time. I thought I was doing something by bringing out the pants. I was, I completely forget. All right, these pants, pants don't go with nothing so else. The pants are beautiful, busy. but they go with. They look like grandma. I don't even know curtains. Them pants should only go with white shirts, but I didn't see the white shirt, and so I'm looking through her nicer clothes, and I'm like, well, these would be the good things to go Mikey, together because nothing even choose else works. A with plain it. white shirt, which she there has. wasn't one. There wasn't one hanging up in. The, I'm saying in, in, in the area up, with the nice stuff. But if yeah. you had 
Either way. Right after I handed it to you, I saw a better outfit too, which is why I was like. You gave me two outfits. Yeah. I was like, so one is just for function and one is for like fashion. I was like, if she wanted and I was to like, like, what are you saying? If to she me? wanted to get like. What? Spicy. If with she wanted these to pants. get kidnapped. I don't even know. What are you doing? She would stand out. Like, what are you. And so of the options, you went with the, the functional option, which was still also nice, but that's fine. But, I, you know, I, it's me out here rushing. And it's <gasps> are me you out fighting here or fighting? Here. I, I, I fought. I fought. I think you lose this one, Matt. I do not lose I it. I think you lose. No. And I am looking forward to hearing the feedback from this because, nah. Whatever, nigga. I don't be having um, my, my fight. Is my fight. Yes, you do. I don't. Yes, you do. I just, name, and I be having to tell you, do you be looking time. aggravated with me? Like, dude, take care of your kid. N- Put her uh, name a time. I, Paul. I defy you to find a moment of me and you just <laughs> moving forward. You are more than welcome to do the same thing I did with you putting back the chair. Take some pictures. I will. Take some pictures and be like, why is that guy out here like that? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even look at me. Can't even look at me. Can't even look at me. What's Close the mean with Diddy and the dude? Look, that dude didn't deserve to get picked up and he knew it. I didn't. I don't even know where that's from. The the America's not America, maybe not America's Got Talent. One of these singing shows he mm-hmm. sang and it was awful. No. And he was looking at Diddy like Diddy was supposed to sing just because he black? black. I don't even no, know. No. It was so bad. And Diddy looking at him like get off the stage. You know you. This is crazy. Take that. There is no amount of pie you could go walk and get <laughs> that would let me. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. All right. We'll call this one a draw. Okay. Or a stalemate. Whatever stalemate. It's the same thing. Whatever it means. Nobody lost. Nobody won. I mean, you didn't win. You kind of lost. All right, PDA. PDA. I love you. Mm. I love. I love you too. Accept my love. Okay. So there's something that I highlighted in a previous episode. Um, and so because of that, I don't want to bring that back up this time. Okay. Right? Oh, new fresh PDA. Okay. New fresh okay. PDA. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> you've been you've been mentioning this randomly in like the little things that you've done that you're doing and you you highlight it and i think it's adorable like how, how you're doing it but every time you do something nice or cute or i don't know that you didn't expect yourself to be doing at this point in your life you like you bring up like the fact that you're like a mom now mm-hmm. you're like look at me cooking i'm a mom now <laughs> look at me washing dishes i'm a mom now look at me putting up clothes or folding up like it's like little stuff that you've just been like i don't know if you're just tying mom pride into certain things or whatever the case may be but i think that you have been doing such an amazing job with just like mom stuff that or stuff that you have you're choosing to label as like mom things you're even tying it into like business stuff like what it's weird like and look at me getting money. Like, <laughs> it's just weird i don't know i don't know it's just been it's been really really cute i think that I think that the the energy that you've chosen to tie into what motherhood is, is positive. I think it's been really, really nice to see, especially given some of the motherhood situations that you've been experiencing or learning about or seeing. Like, it's like you're choosing to, like, make the word good and, mm. like, little things that you do. Because it's not, like, like, it's not all burdensome. Yeah, no, it's not. And, like, you're, you're, you're saying those things out loud. I don't, I, just, I don't know if you're catching that that's what's happening, but, like, when I was younger, my mom would talk about the stuff she had to do as a mom. It was like, y'all don't help me with shit. Now I got to do this like mom thing. Mm-hmm. And you just like, eh, I'm doing, we all like every, like we all do this thing at some point. When I'm doing it right now, I'm killing this shit. I mean, I'm like just, mm-hmm. and it's just going on about life and you're not the only one doing stuff. So like, it's just, it's just nice to see. It looks like you enjoy your life. I do. Drew is so fascinating. 
she get on my nerves when she's doing you know her toddler tantrum things when i'm trying to keep her alive true is me but she is so funny and she's so sweet she is and she's so smart oh my god yeah you just look like you like your life and that makes me happy because well you've you've been actively saying it also mm-hmm. um coming from the space that we've been in it's just nice to hear those like little positive things. Maybe that's more of you talking like what you were saying before about your throat chakra and the things that you like speak into. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's all done intentionally or what. I just like the way you've been talking. I like the way you've been talking. Thank like, you. Like, is this optimistic, Randy? Or like, is yes, this like, is that what that is. is? It's nice. It looked good on you. Thank you. You smile more. I feel better. Your cheeks are starting to redefine themselves again. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. My PDA. Let's keep it on the parent theme, okay? Okay. What's up? Last night, Drew did her very first trust fall. She did. So freaking cute. She was like, what the fuck are y'all asking me to do? (laughs) I'm not doing it. And the first time she was looking back like, and you really got me. (laughs) (laughs) But she did it. And you call her as always. And it's just so funny watching y'all together. One, because y'all look just alike. And it's just bizarre. And two, because you're a good dad, Mike. She loves you. She cares about what you what you think. And when she's showing out with me, she always checking the corner to see if you watching her. And then, you know. Adjusting. Right. And I'm like, don't be looking for your dad. <laughs> no, you said that last night. I did. Shit, I I'm was... like, I'm trying so hard not to turn around. <laughs> don't look at your father. She <laughs> <laughs> got my nerves. Like, you know that you must be doing something wrong. Yeah, you said that right after. Because you know you're doing something wrong. <laughs> And it was just silence. Like she didn't like continue. Whatever <laughs> happened, she didn't take it further. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I try to pretend like I'm looking at this move. <laughs> then I got to rewind it. It's been really fun, like parenting with you, even like in the midst of our grief. Like Drew came home at the Noble Pass, which you know she finally came home, and it's like we were like, okay, you know, we kept our, we got to keep our promise. We still got a baby here, you know, and and we just we both like dived in, including and especially you, um, and. You know, Drew hasn't missed a step because she's so well loved and you are very intentional. Like when when she did show you the Legos and you were like, well, what do you think? And that's what I that's why I started saying it because I was like, oh, okay, that's a great question. Because I don't want her to assume that the things she creates are only good if it excites her parents. Or if it excites anybody. Yeah. I'm like, do you you like it? What do you like about it? And I was like, that was really, you know, a good way to pivot because like even she puts on her shoes watching us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like girl like you need to look at your foot you don't so have you to know what's going on yeah. or i'm gonna clap if you do it well or not you okay look at your feet you know and put your <laughs> shoes on because it's ridiculous it shouldn't be taking you 10 minutes to put on some slide-ons you know like it don't make no sense but yeah i think that you are very good with her and i say that especially you know coming off our last episode where watching you as a father can also be triggering um but also like the good things you know as well and being like you know drew deserves this drew is not me Drew is not you, mm. though she does look like you. You know, <laughs> Drew. Yeah, she act like both of us when we was kids or something. It's just it's weird. Drew is Drew, yeah. right? And she's gonna have things that we did not have that we are being purposeful about. And I just really appreciate you. You give her all these fun experiences, like the trust fall, and pick her up. You exercise with her. Y'all look cute. Thank you. You're welcome. That makes me happy. After you just talk shit about me getting this girl dressed. When you are angry. Irritated, call annoyed. That. <laughs> <laughs> that All that says, stuff go out the window. It's still right. You be like, you do. You be like, Ugh. and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Ah. 
And then Drew can't tell, bless her heart, if you being for real sometimes or or not. So she'd be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm not playing, Drew. It's not no game. It's like, what? I can't keep up. Gotta keep these kids on their toes. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't No, but seriously, oh. thank you. That, um, that makes me feel good. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Close and call to action. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by Randy Chapman at Ready Productions, a podcast management company. The podcast management company. The premium. The premium podcast private. <laughs> <laughs> company. They be doing some wild shit over there. They nice. They good. We Check are. Them out. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. We are now and still available on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us. Five stars. Please. Because. We had 395 ratings. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful. 4.9 stars average. Absolutely. But we know there are more than that of y'all that listen to this podcast. (laughs) Because we see these downloads. And we are aware of what you're doing. And we know that y'all are in multiple countries. And so I don't know what language and I got to say this in. y'all got iPhones. Because Absolutely. it because tells us, it tells us I- which iOS. device are y'all on. So, so I need somebody to tell the <laughs> truth. Tell the truth to shame the devil. All right. The, the Black, Black Men in Marriage podcast fight or flight jingle was created, was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. She's also going to do a remix for us now. Paul. To What's Beef by Notorious B.I.G. Thank you, Ebony Janae. To support our podcast, y'all, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. There you'll get unedited, edited, and ad-free episodes, Zoom meetings with us, and more. It's a lot of good more. Stuff that y'all are like, we swear. We're getting our, we getting our shit together. We had an exit ticket a few years ago. It's like I expected more activity. It was anonymous, so I don't know mm-hmm. who said it, but which is fine. So if you were there, come on back, because we got it. We got activity now. <laughs> <laughs> And be sure to check out our website, <laughs> www.blackmillionmarriage.com. Follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Million Marriage. On Facebook, we are at Black Million Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. And we are almost verified. We, we are missed, going through the process missed, no, for verification. He took it away. We are waiting for a pending uh, Mikey, blue check. He took it away because because he he in a lot of trouble i already said this but he takes what's the thing once you have giveth you cannot taketh away is that no what's the quote i'm sure the lord giveth and taketh away my yes but elon giveth and taketh away and then giveth back you saw he fired people brought them all back because he realized he needed people to like Mikey. work the job and then what you think about taking away again nah blue check coming as always thank y'all for listening be blessed don't settle fight clean peace when you get when you get, 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 get One, two, three, let me step into the moon